This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hey, what up, fam? It's your boy Drewski. You're listening to another episode of Without Definite Aim. Welcome. I'm Drew, as as you already know from the beginning of the from the very beginning of the podcast. <laughs> How is everyone? I'm Drew. Your other host is on the other end of the on the other end of the mic. Yeah, what's I'm, up? I'm Vinny. I hope when you do your like very wiggery uh, intros, I hope that at least one person cringes. <laughs> Only one. I th- I mean I think I I think probably most people cringe at most of the things I do and say on this podcast but I think I think that's why people keep coming back. So, uh, you know. That's true. That's true. I'm pretty qu- pretty quinge cr- quin- quingy. I'm quingiest. You're qu- quingeworthy. <laughs> that sounds like a weird combination of cringe and queef. Quinge. Oh, okay. Qu- I was the cringe cringe and whinge. Whinge? What's a whinge? Quinge? A whinge is when you like uh, you're a whiner, like a like a a you winery. Know, a kid, you know, you know, you're a kid. A winery. No, you know when kids are like, oh, mom, they're whining. Oh, they're, they're whingy. Oh, that's interesting. That's that's Aussie slang. I've never heard that before. You know that? Well, that's what I bring to every episode. Good eye, mate. <laughs> Good eye, mate. I'm here. I'm hey. the resident Australian. <laughs> Fucking feeling good tonight, mate. <laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, really quick before we like actually get going, I have a question for you in the audience. Please. We were discussing this kind of like pre-podcast, but do you think it's viable that you could kill someone um, with a like a with a large dildo? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like how much Drew just fucking throws us under the bus. Hey, uh, yeah. Pre-podcast, Vinny and I were just, you know, randomly, naturally, two two mates just talking about killing someone by shoving a dildo as far up them as you can. Uh, are you, so you're asking me this in a recorded uh, scenario. Yeah, sure. Uh, Do you think I, it's possible? I think. I mean, I guess you could injure something. Maybe there could be some internal bleeding. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I'm not... Don't claim it, to be a doctor on any level, so... That would either that would either be the uh, very painful way to die, or maybe you know, depending on what you're into, a uh, very pleasurable way to die. I think the proper term is called a deathgasm. A death? Oh yeah. Yeah, the most metal, sexiest way to die there is. <laughs> deathgasm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's you know how we've come up with uh, uh, a band name. Pri- uh, previously on an episode of of Labyrinth Vagina. Um, yep. That is that is our Norwegian black metal band name is Deathgasm. Deathgasm. Uh, yeah, our psych rock band name is Labyrinth Vagina. <laughs> yeah, it's very um, ethereal. There's it's it. You know, we 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 draw inspiration from Pink Floyd. It's kind of meant, yep. you know, you're supposed to go on a trip a little bit while listening to the music. Yeah, that's Labyrinth Vagina. In Deathgasm, we just scream at you about Satan and goat's heads <laughs> and 
Shoving. Whether or not, yeah, whether or not you can die by a <laughs> die by dildo. <laughs> uh, oh man! Do you know what dildo. our Aussie name, uh, our Aussie band name, whatever that means? I think there's probably a lot of didgeridoos involved in that band. But do you know what band name we would go with? I mean, I'm assuming with this setup that you just uh, placed before me, you have something in mind. I do. I do. I think our. I think we would kind of have a boy band. Um, and okay. it would be, it would be called Bendy Boys. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Bendy Boys, as you may know, or maybe you don't know, we are Bendy Boys because this podcast is sponsored by Bentech. Bentech is established in 1992 and is based in Brisbane, Australia. Bentech is Australia's only manufacturer of stainless steel tubes. The company takes the tube in various shapes and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, bendy boys. Nice. And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. If you want to see all of their lovely stainless steel tubes, you can go to www.bentech.com.au. The soundtrack that plays when you go to their website might be a boy band track by... The Bendy Boys. It's true. Yeah. Uh, a lot of our instruments are actually formed from uh, stainless steel tubes. It's where we draw our inspiration. It's very percussion. Percussion? Yeah. Percussion heavy? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I And like I said, we do have stainless steel didgeridoos. Um, I can see it along the lines of... Remember those like dudes that had the shows with boots? You know, this, it was called like Stomp or something. Oh, yeah, and they'd, like, use, like, trash cans and stuff. Like, and, that would be us, like, but we would be more, like, pop boy bands. But we would have stainless steel tubes instead of, like, slamming our mm-hmm. boots on shit. Yeah, we would have stainless steel tubes. Kind of like how the, um... Oh, what is the Vegas... The Blue, 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 Blue Man, Man Group. Blue Man Group have, like, the plastic tubes that they mess around with. With the... Ours are stainless steel... Um, And also, like Vinny said, we are in a boy band, so likely you will see a lot of sweaty chest, um, maybe some frosted (laughs) tips, and the microphones that come down, uh, you know, uh, from your ear to your mouth. You know, they have the little cord on the side. That's that's basically what you would see. But what we're getting at is, thank you, Ben Tech, for supporting us. And we're uh, Bendy Boys. We're the Bendy Boys. We are Bendy Boys, and our endeavor to become a uh, Australian boy band who specialize in stainless steel tubing percussion instruments. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what we're getting at. You know, there's no other stainless steels I would like to hit uh, as much as some good old Ben Tech Hello ones. Hello and welcome. Sydney, thanks for coming out. We are the Bendy Boys from Down Under. Bet you can't handle this thunder. <laughs> Whoa. You know, Drew said prior to this episode, too, he wasn't feeling very jingly, but that was pretty up there for me. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I mean, to oh, say he's man. not feeling jingly. I think I, he just doesn't have the confidence in himself. That's I, all. Yeah, I just need to build up. I just need to, you know, get in the right mindset. Maybe, Maybe another episode and I'll be ready. There's no pressure for jingles, right? You set the bar high with your fucking Vegemite one, okay? That's pressure. Thanks for... Now I feel pressured. But you know what? Without pressure, you don't get diamonds, right? Is that the saying? So... It's true. And without giant dildos, you don't get dead bodies. <laughs> right? 
That's the saying, right? Yeah, this is true. This is true. All right, you have the <laughs> random topic generator button. We're already off the rails, but that's what this podcast is about. Uh, Vinny's going to press the button. It's going to spit out a random topic, and we're going to talk about it. Sound good? Sounds delightful. All right, buddy. When you're ready, please take us on this lovely journey. What's the current title of the chapter? What? Sorry, let me blah, 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 blah. I just butchered this. Let's try that again. That's all right. What's the title of the current chapter of your life? Oh, interesting. Um... I mean, I, I know Drew's. I don't know if he knows it, but I've already got it. Set. You know mine? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Let's uh, hear it. It's called, I just moved out of my parents' place and I have a water bottle in my study. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a water dispensing machine in my study. For anybody that doesn't know, Drew's got a water dispenser. You know, like, it keeps oh it cold. God. It keeps it cold too, right? Yes, it's fucking delicious, dude. <laughs> but I, I, I tend to th- associate... Water coolers uh, with icy cold uh, water. I tend to associate that with middle-aged white men in their studies. Or yeah, like, you know, it, like a weird attorney or a dentist or something. You know, or your yeah, dad's, so dad's mate I, that you go over to his house and he's like, you've been a good boy. You deserve a nice cup of cold water. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an alternative title uh, for, for my life <laughs> along the same lines. But I just turned 26 and I have a water cooler. <laughs> or or uh, or I just turned twenty six and I'm a domesticated bitch. <laughs> Mine's uh, uh, I didn't just turn thirty nine and I don't have a water cooler. <laughs> no, I think I think yours is. <laughs> Let's see. Um... I don't know. Maybe this would would have been yours like a few years ago, but like, oh shit! I have twins. When do I sleep? Question mark. Uh, sleep. When I was when I read the question from the random topic generator, sleep was the first thing I thought of. I actually yeah, haven't just... felt too bad lately, though. Honestly, um, on the sleep. I mean, I still don't think I get enough sleep, but I haven't felt too bad. I'm still, for whatever reason, I know we've talked about this before, but like I, I still have a really hard time functioning anything under eight hours of sleep. It's, I, it's actually, I hate it. I hate myself for it. I, feel I like- wish, I wish I could wake up in the morning and feel great, and I just don't. I, I, it takes me a good while to like wake up and get my day going. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's diet and exercise and shit. You know, stuff that's hard. But don't you like? Is there times you often stay up too late and wake up and regret it? Does that happen regularly? Yeah, uh, it happens. It happens at least three or four times a week. I probably stay up too late. Last night, the night before last night, the night before last night's last night. Yeah. And the night before yeah. that. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So hey so uh my wonderful fiance Haley uh is an is a nurse, uh, but she works nights and so she works from seven PM to seven thirty AM. And so when she's working, I'll I'll be up like fucking around until at least midnight most nights. 
last night, for example, I was up until three. Damn. I also, yeah, I also just like didn't have anything to do this morning, so I slept in. But tell me, like, you went on a tangent somewhere around. I'm gonna guess the one, one fifty a.m. hour. You went on a tangent of watching videos about bugs mating in Madagascar. Ooh, no, it was bugs mating in the deep south of America. <laughs> God. Um, and weirdly, they're all incestual. Every bug mate, <laughs> mating in the deep south are either brothers and sisters or uh, at the very least cousins. So, This one's uh, common name is Billy Bobacostis. Billy Bobacostis. Tuckabuckalockalus. This one's name is Joe Dirtis. <laughs> Joe Dirtis Cockalockus. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Joe Dirtis Cockalockus. That's the most fucking redneck cockroach name I've ever heard. Yeah. Uh, he does mate with his cousin for sure. Yeah, and somehow they're all Trump supporters. So I, you know, <laughs> oh, was rooting God. rooting for their. Rooting for their demise. Um, uh, current chapter of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where my brain went. I was like, "Oh fuck, three kids. When do I sleep?" <laughs> it's it's true. I've been I've been actually like I don't know. Coming just out of quarantine, I've been trying to manage my life and sleep and health. Not like a really rigid way but i've been definitely making a better effort of like exercising exercising at least once a day more consistently waking up regardless of how fucking tired i am more consistently at least so things are a little bit more mapped out yeah i know i know you you have been better at that i've been trying to do that i feel like it's helped my uh energy levels and just being a fucking great guy you know so I, know, I guess you're just the best guy, you know, one of the best out there. Oh, <laughs> you beauty! Yay, your beauty! You are. <laughs> uh, so if I guess if I had a chapter of my life, what would it be called? What would this chapter of my life be called? It'd be okay. Hey, mate, you're a good old bloke. Things are looking up. <laughs> Things are looking up. Chapter 39. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that comes to mind for me is like... um, uh, Chapter 26. You still live in your hometown. Leave. Exclamation point. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You know? I just... I'm getting that itch, you know? I think I want to... I want to. I want to experience something else. I want to go. I want to go travel the world. I want to. I want to live in a city and go out and <laughs> see the world and see the bright lights of New York. <laughs> Sorry, well, I just. I had to get real theatrical with it. The bright lights of New York are going to be followed by walking down a dimly lit uh, laneway that smells like piss. I can tell you that I've been to New York. Uh, so not a fan. You're not a fan of New York. Though. No, I I loved New York. New York. When I first came to America, New York was the first city that reminded me of Melbourne. What what aspects? 
Melbourne has a lot of little parks scattered throughout kind of the downtown area, uh, which reminded me a lot of Melbourne. Uh, and it, what else reminded me of Melbourne is like the downtown area is very densely populated. So you get a lot of shops, but you also get a lot of housing, you get a lot of business. It's all kind of like, you know, in one big amalgamation. Um, that remind that aspect of it, like, you know, businesses, shops, food, then like park. That kind of reminded me of uh, New York, of Melbourne a little bit, like similar. It's not like 100%, but it was the first city that I, I felt, oh, this kind of reminds me a little bit of Melbourne. You know, Melbourne has always been like a pretty progressive city. New York, obviously, very progressive. New York's bigger though, wouldn't you say? Oh, I mean, there's not even a ounce of doubt there. Yeah, New York is giant. Yeah. And so dense too. Yeah, I I love... Uh, Central Park is such a cool uh, just thing that they did, you know? Like, they, they just made a decision back when the city was being built. Like, we're not putting any buildings on this area. And Central Park is huge. Like, it's it's pretty big. Um, yeah, it, but, is, it is big. You're right. But it, it's... Yeah, I don't know. I just said that. That's a cool idea. I think, I think if, if you were to... Like, if today's you know developers were were creating the next new york city they would not set aside that much land for a park because they would simply just say well no i want to put another apartment building here and make a dick load of money well and think about it too like that's a very modern thing to do like super progressive to, to how long ago there was a decision to keep that Central Park as it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. Like, how often did that happen back in the day? Rarely. I mean, I, parks, I think, uh, well, I don't know how progressive it was, but I mean, I, I feel like in New York's boom, you're right. Like, I feel like I'm surprised that there wasn't just apartments or something else built over it. But I guess, you know, I mean, I don't know who, who was the founding, if there was a founding father of New York, but I guess the idea to have a like a park or this beautiful space to represent, that does seem very English to me at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I well, mean? Yeah, well, they have Hyde Park is kind of their equivalent in London. Um, but I think London, I think New York is unique in how... Like you said, it's very dense because it is such it is it's such like a small piece of land, really, when you look at it to fit that many people onto that area. Like London has more people in it, but it's certainly more spread out. Um so to allow uh just nature to sust- to to continue and sustain there um for that, you know, amount of land, uh it's pretty cool. I, I it's pretty neat w- when you were like walking the streets of New York and then you you know you're you're in skyscrapers basically you you can you can barely see the sky and then you walk you walk into a park and it's giant i think that's it's just kind of a cool experience yeah it is i agree and that's when i want to recreate scenes from home alone being chased by uh thieves who want to kill me yeah, uh, meeting an old lady, uh, old pigeon lady. God, the fucking pigeon lady. She is terrifying. Yeah, and I bet you she. I uh, look, she's a sweet, kind old soul. But 
we all know that she smells like piss too. Let's be honest. Oh. Yeah, and pigeon shit. Like you can't have that many birds and not so have shit on you. Gross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I I think I'm just at the at that point where I'm like you know ready to go experience something else. Um, I, I I would like to live in a different country. I just don't know if that's feasible. It's a hard. I mean, you know more than anybody else how hard it is to move. You know, it is across and the I, world. I guess if I have any words of wisdom, I mean, you do it now. Yeah, the, like the like complete honesty. Like I mean. To think of doing it now with kids and the life that we have now, I mean, I just couldn't imagine. Well, I, I can't imagine it, and I can imagine it being very shit. <laughs> but, I mean, I imagine we could do it. I mean, I that's the thing that's always, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like for the most part, you know, humans are pretty resilient to that kind of stuff. At least I am. I mean, if you really want to do it, you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can do it. Um, I, But I think that, like you said, like, you know, with kids, all of a sudden it's not just affecting your life, you know, it, it's affecting your kids' lives. And, you know, what does that mean moving to another school for them or another country where it's different? I think they're y- your kids are young enough to where they, they would be okay. But, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I always love, I, I love the like UK, like London is really cool. Obviously I love Scotland. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that we would be able to find like the it, nursing is weird out there in that you don't get paid nearly as much and you do a lot less, but it's really hard to like live off of the wages that nurses make over there. It's kind of a weird thing. That's... And I think it's just part of their, you know, healthcare system it is weird considering how much fucking nurses do mm-hmm. yeah i think they do a little less over there but it's not proportionate um and to be fair like in california nurses make a sh- they make a like a, a good amount of money and deservedly so um but yeah, we'll see. I, I, but I definitely like as far as like where I'm at in my life. I'm definitely at that point where I'm like, I feel like I just need to go and experience something else, and learn to appreciate Southern California because I know that Southern California is like this amazing place, right? Like weather, you know, you're near the beach, um, but I, I feel I'm feeling a little jaded by it. You know, I feel like I need to go move away so that I can appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, you're near the beach, like you said, weather, um, place most likely to break off from the coast of America during an apocalypse, <laughs> uh, earthquake, slash yeah. end of times. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. I think about that often. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, you know, uh, cr- close proximity to to one of my best mates, Vinny. You know, that's a huge, you're holding me back, Vinny, but you know, I would miss you. Um, not that we, not that we've seen each other in person in the last like seven months. True. I mean, I think the last time we saw each other might've been, it was March, right? Like, I don't think I've seen you. We recorded an episode with Chrissy boy at his house. Yeah, that's right. And I think that is the last time that we saw each other. It's the last time I've touched your beautiful face. 
Wow, you touched that. Remember that? That's creepy. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't remember that? I think <laughs> I, thought, I thought we smooched maybe a little bit. No, okay. That's, That's why right. I wake up with your undies on. I was like, oh, these are a bit tight, for Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you're you're a boxers guy, huh? I was gonna ask boxers or briefs, but I think I know the answer. I am. I have some briefs. I've actually. Boxes have become harder to find. I don't know if people just don't give... People really don't give a fuck about boxes at all. Yeah, because why would you want all that material stuffed up in your ass crack all the time? It's not, though. <laughs> Must be something wrong with your fucking ass crack if you got yeah, undies maybe, in it all the time. Maybe my ass crack is just hungry for linens. I don't know. <laughs> my ass crack is hungry for <laughs> linens. God. <laughs> Gee, that needs uh, to be a band where all the lyrics are about sewing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's like I, a I think cock rock band. They're kind of like you know, like hair metal. Cock rock. <laughs> cock rock. Yeah, cock rock. Uh, no, I I've always been like a boxer briefs guy. You know, like the little the longer briefs, not not just briefs, not like the whitey tidies or tidy whiteys or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a boxer briefs guy through and through. I just like to let everything breathe, you know. I mean, boxers I that. is the I closest. That. It's the closest to probably wearing a kilt without wearing a kilt, you know. Like if anybody I... looks, if I'm wearing shorts and I'm wearing boxers, if you slide under me, like get one of those like uh, mechanic little wheelie things that you lie on, you're gonna see some cock and balls. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not trying to invite people. I really well, not. Maybe I know. need to get one of those mechanical wheelie things then. <laughs> yeah, or a skateboard would work too. Just lie yeah. down on it, slide under Vinny, and you'll you'll see some uh, meat and two veg, <laughs> some sausage and eggs, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, some hard boiled eggs. <laughs> oh man, that's the chapter hard- of my boiled. life. Uh, sausage and eggs. Sausage and eggs. The cock and ball story. Cock and ball <laughs> chapter of my story life. Story of cock and balls. Oh man, the first the first sentence is: Lately, I've noticed that my left testicle is starting to hit the ground when I walk. It's very uncomfortable. I'm not looking forward to that. I can tell you that. Uh, no, complete honesty though. Like for someone who has moved. And my wife moved back too. If you have an itching, you have to do it now. I, I can't imagine it being fun of the older you get, you know. So well, you know, we're we're gonna get married in a you know year and a half or so, and we're gonna want to start popping out kids left and right. You know, got to catch up to you. I can't um, wait for that wedding behind where everybody is in case in a plexiglass <laughs> tube. Do you, do you think so? We're 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 planning on twenty twenty two. Do you think that's gonna still be an issue? I'm, I hope not. I mean, knowing how fucking stupid people are, yeah, probably. Well, I know Maybe there's we, gonna hopefully be. Hopefully, we have a vaccine of, by then. Yeah, and I know there's gonna be pockets of outbreaks for years to come. And when we know that, I don't, I don't see COVID going away anytime soon. I see it getting progressively better, but you know, there's gonna be there's dummies everywhere. You know. I can't believe there's still places that are having hotspots that are blowing up. Yeah, it's because they're they're idiots and they want to like open back up and like I just want to go get drunk at a bar, <laughs> and then a bunch of people go to a bar and get drunk and guess what? COVID outbreak. I just know? need to get my nails did and my hair look pretty. 
<laughs> I need to go down to the salon and get a nice little blowout. <laughs> <laughs> What's a salon blowout? Oh, that's when they just blow your hair? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I during... think the women in this, uh, the women listeners, I don't, I don't know that we have many, but uh, they would. I think they know what a blowout is. I might be just talking right out of my asshole, but you know. I never heard it. Did I ever... I, I, I want to bring this up. I don't know if this is a story I ever told you. Sometime in my last few years of elementary, somebody else called someone a blowjob. Right? Before, I don't even think I really knew what a blowjob was. Mm-hmm. And some other kid told me, right? And I believed this up until I actually knew what a blowjob was, that a blowjob was when you get... I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but it's a funny story. I, I thought for basically until I actually did legitimately know what a blowjob was, a blowjob is when you stick a tube in a girl's vagina and blow. <laughs> oh, uh, no. It's just like a weird fucking, like some older kid called some other kid a blowjob or called me a blowjob. And I was like, what's that? And then someone's like, oh, I think it's when you put a tube in a girl's vagina and blow. That's and I was such like, a, oh, like, fifth grader thing. Like, oh, kinda, that makes sense. Did yeah, it like makes that? okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of makes sense. You know, it's you're doing a job and you're blowing. I guess the tube would be the instrument to provide that job yeah. to a good woman, thus giving her a blowjob. Oh man, there was a there was a story. Uh, I, I don't I don't think I I can't remember um, what poor girl this happened to, um, but there was a story that went around in high school. Uh, and I, I hope, you know, I hope it didn't cause any long lasting damage, but I guess, I guess she like had never given a blowjob before and, you know, the deed was about to be done. It was going to be, you know, the first time and she gets down there, she, you know, grabs a hold and starts literally blowing like (sighs) how terrible, how like, okay. First of all, what a sweet, innocent girl. She was just getting, you know, she was, she was sexually explore, ex, going on an exploration, a journey, an adventure. And, uh, you know, she's trying her best. What would your reaction be? As My as, reaction would be, uh, is it too hot? <laughs> I'm like, wait, like, no. I let it air out a little bit. It should be Sorry. okay. Is it? Sorry, is it your birthday? <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know. I just, I think I would just go. Oh, honey, no, it's okay. Let's, we'll try this again some other time. Oh man, oh man, I believe it. I mean, I'm sure that's happened more than once. Oh, I mean, to be fair, you know, if if you're a, you know, a little innocent uh, woman. Not knowing what a blowjob is, so that would be the first thing that came to mind, right? Yeah, like who? What kind of freak would think that you would stick a tube in a girl's vagina and blow? Like, <laughs> what? The f- what kind of sick, tortured soul? Oh man, would believe that that was had something to do with a blowjob? Blowing on a man's penis makes a ton more sense than sticking a tube uh, in. M- makes even more sense than putting the penis in the mouth ma- in your mouth. It's, uh... It does. Yeah, I mean, who who would put a tube in the Hidden Valley? Let's be honest. <laughs> the Hidden Valley Ranch Strip Club. <laughs> you only do that. Plenty of stainless steel tubes in that establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You're only putting a tube down there if you're ciphering the ranch out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah, chapter of my, those are, yeah, those are the couple chapters that I, I think of. What about you? Do you have any other ones? No, the chapter of my life is ever-evolving, but for the most part, it's... For, I, I feel like things... You know, Jen and I, we've been distance learning with the kids, you know? I feel like there's some consistency in life. We're the same way. I mean, we've said it. I think the possibility, and I'm sure someone that listens will probably fucking roll their eyes and good for fucking you, but uh, the possibility of Trump getting in is definitely not delightful. Uh, And a potential want to move because, you know, he's trashed the country for four fucking years. Uh, We've talked about moving back to Australia or, or somewhere else, but who knows? I guess we'll... Hopefully that doesn't happen so you don't get forced into that decision because we're, I mean, we're in the same boat. I think, a, I, honestly, I think a lot of people are, um, but. It's so sad. Yeah. So, Pretty, so sad. The grass is greener, certainly, with that doucher in office. Um, another chapter I just thought of, like, just engagement. That's an interesting, that's an interesting life chapter. It's a lot right. of a lot of shit going on that I have to try to plan for and communication and yeah, you know. Are you consistently referring to Haley as your fiance? Yeah, mostly. Sometimes I sometimes I slip and just, you know, she's girlfriend, but we've been we've been a boyfriend and girlfriend for the past 6 years, so it's habit. Uh but yeah, yeah. It's nice. It's better than it's certainly better than Haha, <laughs> this is my girlfriend. Ooh, she has cooties, you know. <laughs> uh, because I, I just remember that the strangeness. Because Jen and I really didn't have a fiance phase. It was pretty much like boyfriend, girlfriend, married, mm. and uh, I just remember you, that being like a weird curve. You guys had a um, like an elopement kind of deal where you just yeah. like got married one day. Yeah, we were just like fuck all y'all, married. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, who pretty, who who was at the wedding? Was it just like your family? Uh, it was a small ceremony. Get this, right? You ready? It was a I'm small ready. ceremony in El Cajon. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, at a county, uh, like office where you conduct those ceremonies. And this was just to get your green card, right? It was just basically, yeah, to be together. Yeah, so it was quick. It wasn't about like arranging this elaborate wedding. It was about getting married so we could be together. Uh, the only people that was there was Jen's mum, uh, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, uh, my mummy, and my mum's well, that my previous stepdaddy, who is mm. uh, no longer. No, he's not in the picture. Uh, I'd like to think, you know, I'd like to think that if it were to happen again, you know, today that I would, I would be there, uh, you know, at least officiating the wedding. Um, If not, you know, ring bearer or I'll be flower girl too. You know, I'm not afraid to be a flower girl. I I know. I know. I was going to give you page boy, but that's okay. Mm. Uh, You can be flower boy. No, I, I, I would be flower girl. I'd love to have a flower boy or girl. Uh, with would you guys? Would you guys ever like renew your vows? 
I've, I wanted to. We've talked about it. We've talked about having a party and doing it again. I'd like to have, like to have the kids involved and have the wedding that we never had. We've talked about it. I think it was like for a long time. It was just like this era of disappointment. I I, I mean, I wanted to. The weddings are fun. I've been to a lot yeah. of weddings. It's fun just to get like fucked up and dance, <laughs> you know, because there's no other really times that I get fucked up and dance that often except at weddings. Yeah. Uh, but. I know it always disappointed Jen a lot that we kind of talked about it and we didn't. And, you know, we've been married, you know, for 14 years now. So, yeah, maybe you guys do like a big 20 year anniversary party or something like that. I would. And to think like to wherever we are at the time, like to have something, I, I would like to do that. I, you know, we talked about it for a long time and it didn't happen, but uh, I think it would be fun to do it. And then, you know have the kids involved and yeah that would be cool that'd be cool to have them a part of it you know every guest uh the wedding gifts are gonna be giant dildos <laughs> and uh we're gonna test we're gonna test out our theory they're gonna be filled with my dildos are gonna be set with uh glitter and they're gonna have little uh pictures of jen and i inside cast inside <laughs> them <laughs> so creepy Just, little that's heads. the party that's like the party gift like that's, yeah, that's the, the wedding gift yeah yeah that's the vessel that the party like the party favor comes in is just like a big dildo and they're different colors you know there's black dildos white dildos orange dildos yep everyone they're all transparent everyone has a led embedded in the tip mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so it also doubles as a flashlight to be able to f- get the gifts inside you actually have to you actually have to jack it off and uh you know you have to apply a certain amount of pressure and speed oh to be able to get God. whatever is inside the dildo that would dude how fucking funny would that be that would be such a funny wedding gift that would be uh, an how amazing much? <laughs> how much that would be an amazing <laughs> gift that would be an amazing thing to have at a wedding a giant penis that all the guests have to jack off and it like spits out um <laughs> Like confetti on the yeah spews oh, out like confetti man. on the on the crowd of people it's uh, a giant penis jeez it's so funny like penises are so accepted in like other cultures like you know don't they, isn't there like a bunch of dicks in like asia like is it like a buddhism thing or something worshiping worshiping dicks that or something? they love dicks i don't know maybe i don't know we're probably insulting buddhists but i feel like there's temples with like giant wooden cocks and stuff yeah, sure. Drew's <laughs> like, yeah, sure, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been there. I worship at that temple. It's my part-time temple. My full-time temple is, uh, the Ozzy Button God Temple. So, yeah, that's definitely my temple too. That's yeah. yeah. But my honest, my honest chapter of my life right now is, I feel like things are kind of working out. Like, not, you know, I don't think that everything's perfect. Obviously, the world's kind of a fucking weird place at the moment. It still is, even though things seem to be getting better america still seems to be a shit show so um but i no i've for all the shittiness of this year there's a lot of things i've enjoyed about it and that's what this chapter of my life is right now hey that's what it is so it's starting from here hey hey buddy things can be shit but everything's gonna be okay it's basically don't worry <laughs> be, be happy, happy. yeah got it yeah, that's, that's, that's beautiful what the chapter of my life is right don't worry be happy actually that's a great song it really is underrated is that um i always think that's a 
uh, a Bob Marley song, is it? Or is it's, it? Originally I feel like a, a lot of people do. It's not, and it's someone it's, that I, I is it Bobby like a, McFerrin? That sounds familiar. How do you know that? I I think I'm just Bobby McFerrin. You are correct. No, knower of all things. Yeah. I think a lot of people think it's a Bob Marley song. Oh. Dum 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 dum. Anyway, we'll do the cut that off before we get copyright infringement. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know much about that dude until I looked up that song recently. And I thought, you know, this would be a fun song for kids. It's it's a positive message about don't worry, be happy. It's got a good vibe. And I looked up his other stuff and he has this amazing back catalog of like beatboxing and other fun tracks a lot in the vein of don't worry, be happy. What a guy, dude. Bobby Bobby fucking McFerrin. Look him up. You know, I don't know much or two about him, but respect. It's a beautiful song that a lot of people think is done by Bob Marley. So that's should be a compliment. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Bobby McFerrin. All right. Uh, I think it is time for everyone's favorite segment of this podcast. It's How Much with your host, Vinny. Woo. But your new favorite segment is going to be Freestyle Jingles with Drew. Just a just a jingles with Drew. That that kind of just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, freestyle jingles with Drew. Uh, all right, coming uh, coming soon to a theater near soon. you. Drew and I were talking about uh, sports that involve people getting hurt. So here's my how much for the for Captain Drew Scani this episode. Sorry, How I much? Had get, I had to get more water from my water cooler. From your fucking bougie cooler. <laughs> uh, how much to let a UFC fighter punch you in the stomach? Oh my god! That I, I okay. A punch with a with one of their gloves on. Yeah, like not straight UFC get up because yeah. And I think you that's can fair. obviously you're you're ready for it. You can just like you can flex a little bit. Um, it just I sounds th- so. And for someone who's watched UFC for years, it sounds so unsatisfying. No, I'm I willing know, to put a price on a lot of things. This just sounds like a shit time. No, I think I think um, just one punch. Me being ready for it, being able to flex and prepare for it. I w- it would it would cost probably about. Two 250 i think 250 oh okay you were quick to the you were quick to the punch that time huh yeah well i rich i you know i'm thinking okay uh 50 bucks no it's too small maybe a a hunch a dirty hunch a dirty hunch no i think i'm gonna be in pain for a little bit so you know 250 seems reasonable it's it's not too expensive it's not too cheap but i think i could take i think i could take a, a gut punch from a UFC fighter. It's an experience it too. How many people yeah. can say they've been punched in the stomach? And I'm not talking like top tier UFC fighter. I'm talking someone probably not ranked, but you know, they're going to fucking punch you. You're going to be winded. You're going to drop to your fucking knees like a sack of dirty potatoes. Uh, I agree. I, I, you know, I was, I was thinking higher initially, but I think 250 is very reasonable for this. I do. I'm down. I'm also down for two fifty. Yeah, because I think I think that would be an like you said, it's an experience. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get punched by a UFC guy. Yeah, you know. Um, 
You think you would you would go down to your knees probably? I mean, I, you, I mean, I I think I probably would too. But I you're gonna get winded. I know that that's gonna mm-hmm. happen regardless of how hard you think your abs are. I got rock hard <laughs> abs, baby. Underneath this dad bod, they're rock hard. You don't have a dad bod. Get the fuck out of here. It's 26. coming in. It's coming in nice, dude. The thing, the thing about the fact, the fact, the thing about us not seeing each other in person is that you only ever see me from my neck up. Uh, so you know. Oh man, to know Drew's careful. got some cute little love handles. By the time we embrace next, okay. little little rolls going on. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be nice and nice and comfortable. When what we is hug. it? All those fucking pizza rolls that you eat? What is it? What's going on? Listen, what's, I just don't get out much. You know, what's I'd, what's I'd, the I'd, most? Let's. I know we're deviating from the the topic, but what? big fucking news here what's uh what's been your go-to comfort food during quarantine i've eaten many california burritos and i know you said you fucked up some frozen pizzas but you were getting over that right yeah i was you know um but i i you know i would crush a whole frozen pizza for dinner for sure um the thin crust ones the non-thin crust ones those are too heavy that's too much bread i usually can't finish those but the thin crust ones oof the thin crust ones make you feel like a big boy yeah but recently it's been fucking cali cali big old cali cali burritos have been my kryptonite for anybody that doesn't know because i know we have some i'm sure we've got some international listeners uh california burrito is a burrito meat pico de gallo is that a standard if you'd like Sure. Is that a standard uh, ingredient in a? It's not standard. Okay. I would so... say the only consistent uh, ingredients are carne asada, which is mar- carne. Carne means beef. Yeah. Asada it's... means marinated. I think. Yeah. Whatever. It's basically like steak, um, French fries, and cheese. I think those okay. are the consistent ingredients and sour norm- cream. No, yeah, so, and then any, between Mexican restaurants, you'll have a ver- variation of fresh salsa, pico de gallo, uh, sour cream, or and guacamole. Like, those are, restaurants will be like, oh, we got guacamole and sour cream in this one. And then someone will be like, yeah, we got pico de gallo and sour cream. And then another one will just be like, yeah, we just have guac. So Pico de gallo is like a very uh, chunky salsa. Yeah, it's it's basically like tomatoes, onions, and cilantro. That's that's basically pico de gallo. A little bit of the salt and a little bit of the pep, maybe a little we'll bit of lamb juice. Yeah, so the California burritos have been uh, inhaled been f- multiple multiple days a week usually. Cali burritos, huh? Yeah, it's my go-to, dude. And another fun fact about that burrito for anybody that doesn't know, that's something that's pretty unique. I don't think you can really find them. I've heard that you can find them up in L.A. But it's very much a San Diego thing, very regional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should it should be a you know people should travel all from all around the world for a California burrito. But anyways, yeah, two hundred and fifty dollars to have someone punch me in the gut and have me throw up my California burrito. Yeah, yep. This is what I say to getting punched by a UFC fighter. No. <laughs> Just. Straight into the point. It's how I like it. All right. That was How Much with your lovely host, the man, the myth, the legend. The legend. The legend. Thank you. I appreciate that.
Uh, I had that one. You know, it's just simple. But Drew and I were talking about a little bit of UFC punchy punch prior to the uh, episode. <laughs> UFC punchy punch. UFC. That's that's the new fucking. <laughs> I, that's the new game on iOS, dude. The new mobile game. It's called UFC Punchy Punch. Is it? No, it's Is not. It I just made that shit. Oh I man, made, made I'm like you. I'm sold. Yeah, UFC. It punchy sounds punch? like a game where like you take the UFC characters, like everybody that's like a a a ranked fighter, and you turn them into like cutesy anime characters. It's yeah. like UFC Punchy Punch. Yeah, they look like the little pop uh, pop toys. Uh, what are those called? Yeah, pop pop figurine. Pop, yeah, pop. Fi- yeah, yeah, yeah. They they all look like that with the big head and smaller bodies. It's like this is Conor McGregor, and he's got you know tatted, you know. Con- Conor McGregor, that's a UFC that fucking fell off because he just tries to bullshit around trying to get the biggest fucking fight to make the most money. Yeah, did you hear he's he's trying to fight Manny Pacquiao? He's trying to lose to Manny Pacquiao. Uh. I was I, I was uninterested in the Floyd Mayweather fight. I'm uninterested in that too, buddy. Do your job. You're a UFC fighter. I want to see some mixed martial arts from you, dude. That's where your talent was. He can't do it, dude. He can't do it anymore. UFC? Yeah, he got he got beat by Nurmagomedov or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, <laughs> and, uh... Khabib? Yeah. Uh, Nurmagomedov. <laughs> it sounds... Nurmagomedov. Uh, yeah, no, I, well, I know he got beat by him, but he had, I know he had a win. He came back and fought Cowboy Cerrone and had a win. And then didn't he, didn't he lose to Nate Diaz too? Or one of the Diaz brothers? Yeah, he has lost to Nate Diaz as well, but. So anyways, but he was fun for a little while. He's just so, he's just so abrasive. He's a perfect UFC personality. It's true. one of my favorite UFC personalities was uh, Chael Sonnen. Also abrasive, but he played into being a villain uh, like a la a wrestler. He played a character. Yeah, because you're into that, you know, wrestling fake fake stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm really, hey, really, really sorry. You're not sorry. Shut up. <laughs> hey, uh, be sure to hit us up on Instagram if you want to hear us talk about uh, anything. We we will have a Halloween episode coming up. Um, surprise, it's going surprise! Going to be spooky. It's going to be the spookiest <laughs> thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's amazing! Thank you for that. Yeah, you're um, welcome. yeah. So uh, we're gonna throw up a post on Instagram here in the next week or so, so that you can drop uh, in the comments what you want us to talk about. If there's any interesting Halloween topics you're wanting to hear your two favorite dudes, uh, you know, fucking, yeah, you know, you want to hear us, you want us to, we'll put them in the random topic generator. We'll spit them out and we'll have a fucking chin wag about it, mate. We'll have, we'll have a good time and just be super chuffed. That's what we'll do. Um, yeah, so Instagram is at without definite name podcast. You can also find us, uh, uh, our podcast, obviously, on um, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon um, Music, right? Is it Amazon Music now Amazon we're on? Amazon Music, yeah. Uh, and I also searched, YouTube, it came up, so. it's there. I know, I did, I did the research, it's on there. That's beautiful. You're the best. The best. The best. The man, the myth, the legend. All right, everybody. We will see you next week. Uh, Goodbye. Bye.